0: Before we start, we commit this time to the Lord. Father, we thank you for your love for each one of your children here. Lord, that you have been with us throughout the whole week and actually throughout our whole lives. Lord, we just thank you for this morning, your presence with us. And now as we come into your word, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, praise the Lord for his presence. I believe during the worship, you all could, at least I did. I'm sure you all did the same too, felt the presence of God uh, in your room. And today... The Lord has for us is another good news, all right. In the world, we are having bad news, okay. But thank God, when we come into His presence, right, as I always share, there are two realms in this world. Jesus came to show us the kingdom realm, all right. There's another realm, and today we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, okay. So Let the Holy Spirit take us into this realm of wonderful news, blessings for us that God has prepared and so willingly and lovingly given to us, his children. So today's title is Blessings Upon Blessings Without Stress. We don't get this in the world, okay? (laughs) No matter what you do. There is no such thing in the world as a work or a business without stress, okay? But in Christ, because that is the realm of the world, okay? But in Christ, Jesus came us, came to give us something that the world cannot give. And that is stress-free. Really, the rest, at the same time, You know, rest comes from when you know you are provided for, you're taken care of, and you have no more worries, okay? And it comes from the Son of God, Jesus Christ himself, all right? And I believe that is what people in the world are trying to get blessings. Blessings is not just financial or material, all right? Okay, not here. It's not cannot hear, cannot see the screen. Uh now can see already. Uh, now can see. Okay, can can hear? Can hear. Just now there's no screen. Now okay already. Oh, okay. All right, thank you. Yeah. So all right. Let's go into the word. In Luke chapter 5, Jesus saw at the water's edge two boats. left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Okay, so Simon, Peter was a fisherman by profession, okay? So each one uh, doing their own business or their job. But more important, he was a disciple of Jesus, okay? And what happened was they were trying to catch fish the whole night, all right, so, and didn't, uh, came back with nothing. But Jesus spoke to them. So Simon answered, Master, we have worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. In this world, there are mostly people who work, right? There are some lazy people, but I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, You know, we totally don't don't do work. But it's not about them. Okay. It's about those who in when you're born into this world, you have to do something, you have to put food on the table your children your family to take care of and each one all right have a, a business or a, a a job and but here and most of us work very hard okay so in this and when you work very hard of course they will be tired they will be stressed there will be worries in this world all right in this world It's really all about uh, stress, all about worries. But the good news is that what you're going to hear today, all right, someone who loves us so much, he doesn't want us to live a life like that. So here, Peter, who is very professional (laughs) as a fisherman, said to the jesus master and said well we have worked all night okay so they work at night right and haven't caught anything but because you say so i will let down the nets so he did it because what jesus said but in the natural that was about early morning right no fish uh, normally uh, fishes don't appear <laughs> in the early hours of the morning and fishermen don't go out to catch fish, right? They do it at night. But when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. The wonderful thing about this story is that when Jesus, when Jesus Said something to the disciples, even to us today, but in this uh, incident, contrary to what they think, all right, that they know better because they have been working as fishermen for a long time, and moreover, Jesus is not a fisherman. (laughs) Okay, Jesus was raised up as a carpenter, but at the word of Jesus. The disciple, Peter and John, obeyed the Lord. And not only that they catch, they heard and obeyed, but when they had a of, when they caught the fish, what happened is the fish swam to them, right? <laughs> they heard the master of creation, Jesus words. God is the creator of this world. Jesus is the son of God. When he speaks, when he created the earth, he just spoke and everything came into being. Is there, no, is there any area that will not you know, do as according to what he said? And here he proves himself, Jesus, as the, the master of this universe, that the moment he told the disciple, go out into the deep, and let your nets or catch, which was naturally impossible. That's why today we are not talking about the natural realm. We're not talking about the natural way of doing things. We're talking about the supernatural, the miraculous. Why? Because our God is supernatural. And when you are in him, when you receive him, you become supernatural. You have, your spirit is born again and you don't ever need to live the normal life ruled by five senses ever again. The fishes swam to them. God can cause blessings to go to you. Right? In whatever work you do. Okay? It doesn't matter. There is no one job or one business that is above another. The Bible did not put specifically uh, certain business is better than another. Only the Bible says the work of your hands. He has blessed. Okay, so we heard testimony of God's blessing. Yeah, uh, uh Janice. <laughs> She's very cute. Okay, so. She tried to make appointments in her business and uh, yeah, she, the Lord blessed her with so many sales and and the Lord wanted her to hear the word also. Although she's listened uh, to podcasts, it's still different from life, right? <laughs> so God is so good by his grace. Blessed her and she even... I like what she said uh, just now where she tried to make appointments (laughs) no matter how she tried on a Sunday but then she couldn't and she was able to come in and hear the word of God and after that the Lord blessed her again I believe this is the way God wants to bless there is always a rest okay a rest for the people of God God created Last week, I think I shared uh, the universe in uh, the earth uh, and everything in six days. And there was a day, the seventh day of rest, okay, where uh, if under the law, yeah, last week you read, I think on Sunday, right? After under the law, they were given this uh, commandment, okay, that if they don't rest for the Jews, if they don't rest, they'll be put to death. (laughs) That means they don't work okay on that day but today we are not under law because the rest although god gave them the jewish nation all these laws because jesus have not come yet and uh, god remember abraham's blessings the jews were such a blessed people you know with all the laws which they know right they experienced they saw the mighty hand of God, the God who brought the, you know, parted the waters for the, the Jews, the Israelites to walk through. They provided God who provided for them all the wealth. And there was none feeble among them when they came out from Egypt, that means from the world. Okay, Egypt today always represent the world to us. Okay, today... So they came up from God's, delivered them from the world. Isn't that what happened to us today? God has saved us, okay, from the world system, the world of stress, the world of toil, okay, to his world, the world of rest, where he does everything for us. You will never find any uh, word. In the in, in God, when God talks to us, He wants to give to us. You will see this word give, give, give. I have, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. I have given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. Right? It's always giving because we are His children today. How not to how not to love this wonderful father, a father who loves and us and wants to give. And not only that, he has all authority. He has all power. So know this, that when we are in him, we are his children. All you need to know is you're his children. <laughs> and whatever he says, right, remember even when Jesus was around and the, the uh, disciples needed to pay tax and he's He just tell them, you go to catch this fish and open the mouth and there was the tax money. This is called the miracles, the supernatural. And it's meant to be part of our life as believers, as his children. You have that privilege to walk in this supernatural realm as his children. It's like, you know, we have a choice. Someone offer you a choice. You can live the same as before, and or in another way. And today, when we have been born again, we receive Jesus, we have that privilege to enter into the realm of the miraculous or supernatural. And the most, the first thing is a life without worries and anxiety. So God can do, okay? He spoke when... The, the fishes heard the voice of Jesus. <laughs> I didn't see it last time, but this time, you see, the word of God is so full of revelation. You can listen again and again and, and read a certain scripture, and you may think, Oh, I know everything about this passage, I know everything about John 3:16. But God is so full of revelation. Holy Spirit, who knows God, can reveal so many things to us, you know. So if we were to just follow. Him, what he said, right? Because even creation followed the word of Jesus. What about his children? <laughs> God, is it you? Is it not you? Well, the species didn't say, is it you? <laughs> Lord, they know the voice of Jesus. They knew. That's why demons know, all right? The voice of Jesus. And when Jesus comes into the scene, they have to go. This is where we are today in Christ. You and me, when we Jesus, have the power and authority to do the same thing. And even the, the fishes or whatever you need in life will respond right to the voice of Almighty. Because why? He is the creator. He is the creator of this universe. And he is coming back. <clears throat> When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, go from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. Not only was the catch a lot, I believe that as fishermen they would have times when they catch a lot of fish. So there's nothing surprising. But the thing is that they caught the fish in an hour where there is not supposed to be fish in the sea. At that time, they don't come. They were astonished because it was a miracle. And miracles happen by God, by the goodness of God. Without our doing, without our efforts, what happened? We realize, Peter... Realize that he was sinful. Not about, you know, just remembering all our sins. It's not about that. He just realized that Jesus is so holy. Because only a holy God, only the creator can do miracles like this. But today, because that time, Jesus uh, Simon Peter not born again. Today we are, after Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, all right? We are into... The uh, after we got born again, all right, as the new creation. So that is not meant miracles is not meant to be a surprise (laughs) for us (laughs) believers, all right, health healing blessing. It's no longer like oh. You know it's a. No longer like what Peter and the, the people experienced that time, it is to be your normal life, to be normal part of uh, everyday life. We experience the presence of Jesus, the uh, the mighty miracles. Just two days ago, I was like uh, really maybe because I eat a lot of heaty nuts, <laughs> so I really actually almost had a whole packet. So. After that, my whole system went haywire, and I was so inflamed that one cheek, right side, was like a balloon. (laughs) And it was so painful. I couldn't even touch, couldn't even touch, So not yesterday night, the night before. And I said, how am I going to preach this uh, Saturday? And uh, it was so painful. And I remember pain. Yeah. Years ago, when I had uh, pain, uh, it was just, it was pals, but because I'm so stubborn, I will not do anything. I'll never see, <laughs> I won't go see doctor or that. So, what happened was, it was so painful that even taking a, a breath, that means breathe, right? I had to lie down flat and I had to breathe. Every breath was filled with pain. And I say, Lord, because I, I, I believe God already that time. Uh, it was like many, many years ago. So I had nothing to take. But I just, Lord, you healed me. <laughs> Lord, you took that pain. You took whatever, you know, sickness that is. Because I know he is healer. He is the miracle worker at that time and went through it, he healed me without anything, <laughs> without any medication, nothing. I was, couldn't even sleep on a bed, okay? He was so painful to lie down on the floor and cannot breathe, cannot breathe. Breathing was so painful. So I believe, yeah, some of us could have gone through worse pain, but Jesus took our pain and our suffering. On the cross 2000 years ago he hung there he was a man acquainted with grief which is with sorrow with pain he knew what pain is about that crucifixion was the worst physically pain that could ever a man could ever suffer they say that you know when you're on the cross to even breathe was so difficult because the whole diaphragm you know you were already You're hung there by two nails, but He took all that for us. But more so, in the spirit, our sins, our the consequences, the guilt of sin, and the suffering that we go through in this life because we were born sinners, Jesus took it. Jesus took that punishment for you and me, so that by His stripes we are healed. So that today we can be blessed so that today we don't have to suffer all these things and to, yeah, coming back to the present, yeah, so last night, I, I, you know, after that, I just prayed, I said, Lord, I received your healing, you you have to heal me, I don't want to appear with a, a balloon face, <laughs> and I also cannot speak, Was very painful, right, and uh, by the time I woke up this morning, the, the swelling subsided. So it's not so bad, there's a little bit left. Uh, and I can speak. And I can, I really know that yeah, every time God does this, <laughs> you know, he heals, he gives us divine help, right? Of course, I know that this, uh, this came about by my own uh, silliness because I'm going to eat all the hippie things. <laughs> But anyway, God is always, you know, he doesn't, what Jesus has done on the cross for us is, um, you know, you don't, we, the, so that we don't think that we deserve. Even when we make mistakes, when we do wrong things, and out of our own silliness, we suffer, or we fail in business, or lose money, or anything of that sort. God does not look at you and say, you see, you deserve now the punishment because you did wrong. It's your stupidity. It's your silliness. No. He never point a finger at us, you know, but he put it on Jesus Christ and Christ took it all for us so that today we receive the blessings of God, the health, the healing, the provision, not because of how good we are or how bad we are, but how good he is. And what Simon Peter saw was that Simon Peter felt he didn't deserve it. He didn't deserve this blessing that Jesus gave to him and his his, uh, uh, partners Or, or business. He didn't deserve it. You know, the worst thing about receiving from God is that the devil put us, point to us as our guilt, that we don't deserve the blessing. We are not good enough because of some sin in our lives. Isn't that the guilt, the guilty feeling? I've done something wrong in my past. That's why today I'm suffering. That's why today, you know. All the the bad things happened to me. That's why today I'm sick. Many people still have this idea that, you know, sickness come upon them because of their sin. But today, all the mistakes that they make, and many people in the prison are, are there still in guilt, in condemnation, they cannot come out of it. But today, the good news is that when God forgave our sins, it was a complete work. He canceled everything as if he has never done. And Jesus is telling Simon Peter and all of us that he does not look at your past and what you have done wrong. What He wants to bless us and bless us abundantly. Look at the catch. In a miraculous way, in an effortless way, without stress, just as the way he did. And you know, after this, when, when the disciples, when Peter and John saw the goodness of their master, Lord Jesus, that it is not, you know, it's not a cruel master, just like the world, the Egyptian, right, were like putting, you know, treating the, the Israelites like slaves. They were hard-cast masters work day and night, day and night, put heavy burdens on you and all the stress. That's why sometimes sickness come up from stress, right? It's the stress of the world, the stress and the concerns and the worries of the world that cause the body, the body cannot take it. This body was created by God for what? To enjoy what? Pleasure, not pressure. Remember the Garden of Eden when God put Adam and Eve there after creation before they fall. All right, they put He God put them in a garden called Eden. So that body that we created was meant to live forever and enjoy. Eden means pleasure. Okay, that means they were always at ease. They were to be always at rest, but. Had they work to do? Yes, their work was to mend the garden, take care of the garden, you know? Yeah, grow the garden, but without stress, without sweat, without toil. They could speak to the plants and the plants grow. It's the business that we do, the job, okay? Just by speaking, because this is who they were. They were made after their creator. <laughs> but of course, after sin, the curse came in and God said that with toil and with sweat, you shall bring forth right? uh, the fruit of the ground. But today, what is redemption? How wonderful is our God and Jesus when he took the, uh, because the consequences of sin, right? is death. Death is not just die <laughs> because they only died physically 930 years after they disobeyed God. But Jeff is like, everything is, yes, you, know, you wake up and you feel, I don't have uh, you know, I don't really want to go to work. <laughs> you felt that I worked for 30 years, over 30 years of my life. Okay, I worked, plus in the ministry, as well as I wake up, same time with you all. I had to go to work, the time was worse, right? Uh, early, early, the traffic is so jammed. I worked for over 30 years. It was with a lot of stress. And I tell you that as, as, as long as we're in this world, the world offers you stress. But because you are in Christ, he is the one okay, who will remove that stress. You know, when I was a company secretary, I always had this one fear that gave me nightmares. I was a company secretary for 30 years, okay, 15 years uh, working for legal firm, and then uh, another 15 over years as the uh, owner of the business. My one big thing that always scare me is the being sued. <laughs> because I have many companies like have to go to court all the time because they were being sued when the company cannot, you know, and the clients cannot get the director. But I also have done with you. Any, any business I tell you I've done, all got stressed out. Don't tell me. I don't believe anything that don't have stress anymore. Except in Jesus. I went through those years to tell you the truth. In the 30 years, without sickness, without all this, it's because I had Jesus. And I never once got sued in 30 years of practice when all my other company secretaries all had to appear in court. (laughs) And I tell you, I had terrible clients. That is definitely, those horrible clients always exist. But God protected me all the years, and I knew that more and more, as I come to Him, as I learn of His grace and His goodness, blessings come to me more and more. I begin to, you know, I can see God moving in my life, even though I went through a lot of uh, things <laughs> which normal people don't. Not everyone goes through. Okay, so. This is how good today I can tell you this is the good God who wants you to have blessings without stress. Both health, healing belongs to you as a child of God. Only see it. <laughs> okay? And then whatever we need on this earth they saw themselves as sinners. They saw actually the divinity of Christ. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they put their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. What a way for Jesus to call his disciples, you know, Uh, tell them, you are following when we follow Jesus okay uh, of course this case was they they went uh, they left their boats right they left their profession they left their uh, fishing and they followed Jesus but Jesus showed to them that he can take care he's well able to take care of them because he's smarter than them <laughs> also and the fish creation listened to him <laughs> Right? why people are scared, even believers scared you know, to serve the Lord or sort of go full time or whatever, right? to follow Jesus or to follow Jesus' ways because we think we know better. We have worked 30 years. This is how it works. This is how we think we know better. Jesus will prove you wrong. But not for you to suffer, but for you to be blessed if you only hear him the way the fishes hear him. So, it was not a problem. It was a joy, right? When Jesus told them, you know, now, you can see, even creation listened to me. And I can provide miraculous ways. Providing for them their very material needs it's better to have the supplier or the supply. (laughs) The supplier, right? You get the supplier, you get everything, right? Jesus is our supplier. Uh, Don't just go for supplies. Don't just go for uh, bread every day. Have the one who supplies the bread as your supplier. As your father, even better, right? He produces, imagine you have a son of a, uh, those if you if you like bread uh. <laughs> if your father is a baker oh just like a uh, Robert Lowe right you can bake you get to eat you're the son right anytime you want to eat bread or cake you just say daddy please go <laughs> go and bake one right do you have to go and buy one and have come your money got enough or not I ask the children they don't have to right they just say daddy they go bake and then he said, okay, sure, (laughs) anytime, anywhere, right, because he knows how to bake. yes, Jesus, that's why Jesus says, I am the bread of life, if you need anything, just tell me, Uh, even the Bible says, even before we tell him, he already knows, all he wants is for us to rely on him, yeah, depend on him, that is the tree of life, okay, we don't need to be independent, because when we are independent of God, we go ourselves, put ourselves into stress, Which is not the will of God for us. All right. So they were ever ready. They saw something in Jesus, what Jesus can give them. And even that is not wrong. You see, the world of right and wrong put us into a place where I cannot, you know, just take all the time, feel bad. (laughs) But then Jesus says, I want to give all the time. This is our daddy. I, I have healed you. I have provided for you. I just want you to come to me. Come to me. Don't go to another person in the world. For what God can give you, he gives you without stress. So they pulled their boats on shore, left everything and followed him. God will never take from you. Never. Never. You never take your time, you never take your health, you never take your money. This is God who loves us so much. He gave us everything. He's a giver, not a taker. The world takes, but God gives. You want to experience his love? Matthew 6, 28, 29. Why would you worry about clothing? Look at all the beautiful flowers of the field. These are wildflowers, right? Not the ones that you have to uh, put in the garden, you have to uh, grow them and all that wildflowers. So I managed to have some pictures of wildflowers. They grow by themselves, correct? I think Joan has seen some wildflowers in the jungle, right? I mean, in the, uh, not, not jungle, in the house, jungle. They don't work or toil. And yet, not even Solomon, in all his splendor, was roped in beauty more than one of these. I love wildflowers because they're so natural and they grow by themselves. And Jesus was talking here and telling them what? Who took care of these flowers? Plants need water? need sunshine, need soil. Who grew these wildflowers? Nobody go and water them. <laughs> right? Nobody go and see whether you know the soil is good or not, need fertilizer or not. Our heavenly father takes care of these flowers and they don't work. They don't stress. They don't say tomorrow got water or not, got rain or not. (laughs) Tomorrow got rain or not. After no rain we will die. Right? But every day they bloom. More and more beautiful. Every day. Right? Every day new flowers come up. And then the best is what Jesus said. Solomon. Right? If you know a bit about King Solomon in the Bible he was the richest man on earth. There was a uh, blessed that was a blessing of fulfillment of uh, blessing of abraham of a covenant that god made to father abraham and his son Isaac there's an Isaac here Isaac is here right <laughs> is he still here yes he to go for his chemo already oh okay all right so the blessing is by covenant by promise okay this is the most beautiful thing we either receive by promise or we can use our toil and worries to survive in this world. Okay, But God, Jesus is telling us, he, he will take care of us the same way he takes care of these wildflowers. Have you? There will always be rain. There will always be sunshine. Seed time, harvest, spring, winter, rain. It's the goodness of God. And it's not only on the children of God, but it's also on the whole world. That is the it's the heart of our Father. He's not only loving those deserving, the good ones, he loved everyone. That's why Jesus went and died. If only we can understand this, they don't work or toil. Each time, Joan looked, walked through her, I don't know the word, but I call it jungle. Okay. So, uh, but there are wildflowers there. Remind yourself God does not want you to toil and stress for the blessing. right? He will provide because He's going to rope you and clothe you in even more beauty than these wildflowers. So, if God has closed the meadow of behave, Which is here for such a short time and then dried up and burned, won't he provide for you? That's provision. He's Jehovah in the Old Testament, Jehovah. Provision is what? Scholar. (laughs) Jehovah Jireh. All right, in the Hebrew, Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. And that happened at He he proclaimed himself as our provider in Abraham, right? When he was to offer up Isaac, God provided the sacrifice of Jesus so that we will always be provided for all our lives because the sacrifice of Jesus was provided on the cross, the, the lamb, because of this sacrifice of Jesus. We will never be left without provision, Your people will, you know, will never hunger or have no food to eat because of the first provision where God provided the the sin offering, so that today we can be fully provided in every area of our lives without fear, without fear of. Getting old, and then who is going to take care of me? Of no work, retrenchment, or what? And then who is going to take care of me? All this will give you a lot of sickness (laughs) at the end. Okay, but the provision, Jehovah Jireh, when when Isaac, uh, when God, that was actually a a picture of Jesus, of God and Jesus giving us the, the sacrificial lamb, Said, as he offered up his son, and then God stopped him, and then said, provided the lamb in the in the thorns of the the, the sacrifice. That every time if you think you don't have provision, or your will you have provision, just look at the provision on the cross. Jesus. He is the guarantee that your life and my life, our lives will always be provided for. For your clothes, for your need, even though you live with such little faith. So then forsake your worries. Why would you say what shall we eat, what shall we drink, what shall we wear? And so above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that it proceeds from him. His righteousness, that means again, nothing to do with us, but he, to be made right with God, is to be set free from fear. And one of the greatest fear of human being is what? Fear of the lack. That's why even during the COVID, right, I think in America, I read somewhere, they said, if if you shut down everything, we cannot work, we got no money, we'd rather die. <laughs> you know, at least you know that's that's how the world thinks, right? I mean, it's it's real. So we will take the risk with the COVID, but we cannot take a risk with no food to eat, no food to put on the table for our children and our family. I don't know whether you read, but I do not happen to read that part, although I don't follow the thing. It's true, this world because of sin has this fear of lack, of no food to eat. And you see poverty, the fear of poverty is so deep. But one of the things that you becoming a righteousness of God, what? you made right with God, you become his son. And the Father, our Abba, is obligated to take care of you if there's such a word as obligation. <laughs> he of course delight in it but as a father he's there that's why jesus had to be the sacrificial lamp first to guarantee our provision in our lives all the way okay not only up to 50 years old all the way until we see him we will never lack and our security is not in our bank account it's not in what we own on this earth because all these things are temporary Today can be tomorrow can go off, yeah. But in our God, who is permanent, (laughs) who is eternal, right? Every day there will be rain. Every day there will be blessing. There will be provision, because there is righteousness. Knowing you're the righteousness of God removes that one fear out of the life. Besides so many other things, it comes from Him. God's kingdom is what, again? Romans 4 I think 17 what righteousness of God is peace righteous uh, sorry the kingdom of God is righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit righteousness that sets you free from all kind of fear because if you have fear whatever fear especially fear of lack fear of sickness how can you have joy and peace have you seen a other than those in Christ, you know, uh, you know, no, no food to eat. No food. And then they say, oh, in misery, in problem, and then they have peace and joy. <laughs> they don't have peace and joy, right? <laughs> That's why you need to give them the good news. But when Christ comes into their life, they're not going to suffer anymore. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Go for this. And who is the guarantor and the giver of righteousness, peace, and joy? Jesus. He takes away all this from us. They are given to you abundantly. Psalms eighty five eleven. Flowers of your faithfulness are blooming on the earth. Righteousness shine down from the sky. Flowers of your faithfulness. Besides provision, yeah? when you see the wildflowers, what do you see? Faithfulness. God's faithfulness means what? Means he will never be unfaithful. Means what? Not like a man or human being on earth. Yes, we have experienced sometimes unfaithful people. Right? Not, not only relationship. Any relationship. Right? Even a, a business relationship, work relationship, family relationship. Right? That is Lack of faithfulness. But this is fallen man. But God tells us that the flowers is a a reminder of his faithfulness. That he will always take care. And they are blooming. They are blooming. Righteousness shines down from the sky. God is always there for us. Yes, the Lord keeps raining down blessing after blessing and prosperity will drench our land with a bountiful harvest. The Lord keeps raining down blessing upon after blessing. Catch it. <laughs> All right? Prosperity will drench whether it is great, remember the promises that God has for us, Grain, wine, oil, fruits, all this is what? For our physical body. He is always providing, right? As long as we see it. If we see a God who cannot, then you won't experience. But what we saw just now, no, there was only one incident. The God of miracles, Jesus, whom the fishes listen to him, he can cause your whatever you are planting to grow. Speak to it. Speak to your business. Speak to your uh speak what? <laughs> to the work of your hands. Not speak to the boss. <laughs> God will speak to the boss. Okay. Speak to the life. All right, said, Prosper, prosper. I thank you, Lord. You prosper the work of my hands. That's why all the promises are for us to meditate. All right, when uh, Joshua was to take the children of Israel into the promised land, God already prepared the houses that, you know, already built for them. The giants built, and, and the children of Israel just walked in to occupy, to enjoy. But the only thing they had to do is to kill the parasites, the Hittites. What are all those today? All the wrong thinking of that God doesn't want to bless us, that we better do our part as in, uh, you know, stress more. But God said, I will give you the wisdom. I've already prepared the blessing. He has already prepared. He can, he know to the smallest detail, exactly what you need. I can do it in a very short time. Even when I shifted into this place, uh, one month ago, I think, yeah. It was within a period of three days. And I just come in and I saw exactly, exactly, exactly what I need, very simple. Exactly, three, three days, actually two days. I extended a bit because I said, just give me one day. And all the circumstances that were sometimes, you know, not possible, people planned for months to shift. (laughs) It was within a short three days. And I just have exactly what was needed for me to do the ministry, for me to spend the time with God and yet not suffer unnecessarily. Yeah. God knows every detail that you need. At a time when you come to believe his word and rest in him, he provides. He already prepared. I believe God already prepared probably the day I was born. <laughs> Maybe before I was born. He knows our whole future. He knows our whole life. And the end of our life, step by step, is what? Blessing after blessing. Prosperity. Yes. Sometimes years ago, right, when I uh, meditated and uh, confessed and confessed, sometimes I cannot see the blessing yet. I cannot see, you know, or it comes and it goes. Maybe because that time I didn't understand full grace. It's very important to understand full grace. But al- although even if we don't understand full grace yet, God's hand is still there there's a little bit more suffering, right? Because we, when we are half law, half grace, we tend to take the uh, staircase. <laughs> so, but God's still good, right? Still, still blesses us, but it's harder. But then you know full grace, this is full grace, that God delights to bless us. It is in his will and in his power to bless you abundantly and give you what you actually want in life without the stress that comes together with this world. He already prepared. You know, the wonderful thing about being born again and being a child of God is that our whole life, you can see that, how to worry. Your whole life, the day you are born, until the day you leave this earth, God already has it in his record book, maybe, in heaven. I don't know how he keeps it. it's already there it live your life is you know the the blessings every part you know the parts where we make all the mistakes god will say okay don't worry (laughs) he will make it you know and then he will change it change it change it for the end is what one day you will hear the good news the real good news and then your whole life will be so really in that blessing of no more stress, no more as he gives more and more revelation. And as he sees, you begin to see, because the moment you begin to believe him, you believe him, right? That he is good. Blessings just flow. Wisdom comes, wisdom from him. Okay. And harvest. This is his will. All your uh what today, what we call future, the end. It's already marked out. And God tells us it is good. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For the thoughts that he thinks for us are good. To give us a future and hope. Your life is good. Although he cannot understand what I'm saying. But I think in the... <laughs> I think you are translating for him, right? Your future is great. Okay? When you don't see that God is so difficult to please. And we have to help him. That's what uh, Sarah uh, Sarah did, right? Sarah and Abraham. When God gave the promise to Abraham, I will bless you and you will be a great nation. I'll make you great. They said, so long already, 25 years. Let's help God because no son. And then let's, It wasn't it stressful? I, don't you think it was stressful for Sarah to ask the husband to go and sleep with the maid? You think she was very happy? It's just that. She don't know what to do with it. She tried to take things in her own hands. Which wife would be happy? The husband go and sleep with another woman, especially the maid. Wasn't that stress? Of course. And then after that, even more stress. (laughs) When when, uh, uh, Hagar, the maid, begin to taunt her, you know, that she cannot give birth. And then, what was God's original intention? He I told Abraham, I will bless you. I will bless you. When are we going to receive that? I will bless you. Relax. You know, rest in me. Just do the very simple things that I tell you to do. All right, without all the stress, and you will see my blessings released upon your life. Harvest. Kingdom of God. It will experience and you will become a blessing to the nations of the earth. I, I recently, when God gave me this revelation about the Jews, I'm so excited because the new creation is, is so so much even more blessed than the Jews. The Jews, or you know where all this come from, right? David, all they're talking about the blessing of God, they're all uh, Jews, right? They were all Israelites. Come out from Israel, David, down, 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 right? Descendants of uh, Abraham. And they always talk about blessing, isn't it? Solomon. But so the Jews have 100% confidence in being blessed by their God. And then they, they are the, the fulfillment of the promise to Abraham is that there will be a blessing to the Gentiles. And then I suppose even medication, even doctors, you know, all those uh, uh, information, inventions, and uh, all this intelligence, right? Most of the great, great doctors and scientists and all that come from the Jewish nation, right? So they blessed the Gentiles according to what? According to the promise that God made to Abraham. They were born, you, can you say it? They were born at the, from the right race. <laughs> you know, you were born. Why you say, I wish I was born Jew. They were really born, born at the right place, from the right heritage. And they inherited the blessing of Abraham. They inherited that, that, the promise that God gave to them to be a bless and a blessing to all the families of the earth, just by birth. And today, the new creation, isn't it the same thing? We are born again in the spirit. As new creation, we inherit the blessings of Abraham and much more of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That they do not have. That is what we have extra in Christ. So many Jews today are coming to know Jesus. First, they know their natural heritage, born by birth. What about us? New creation in Christ, also born, right? Only by birth can you inherit blessings. No other way. You work for it. Yes, take the staircase. It's all stress. The Jews, they were born. Wow, 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 come on, huh? And then so intelligent one. <laughs> the parents say, Wow, you know, you and every day the parents will what? Read to them the, the promises, the Torah. Okay, you are the head and not the tail. In in God, Jehovah God. Remember, uh, cross, cross Moses how to cross the Red Sea, the mighty signs, the miracles. This was their heritage. A play, uh, Jews, uh, Paul said, right, the Jews seek for signs, because they have been seeing from day one they are born. Okay, about they've been taught about a God of they are God, not say a God, they are God of miracles. Their nation was going to be greater than any other nation on this planet. God chose them not because they are big or powerful, but God loved them. Is it the same as us, New Creation?" In Christ, yeah. So, the day you are born again, God planted and put in all the DNA, all the intelligence, all the wisdom for us to draw from. If we only stick by His word, go by His guidelines. His guidelines is not law or it's hard. He's always telling us, What? I want to bless you. <laughs> but we cannot hear. The fish also can hear, you know, but we never hear. He wants to give to us. We always hear. I have to, you know, it must be very hard. I need a lot of faith. Uh. And then I don't know where to get the faith. Uh. Uh, just like uh, uh, what uh, a Janice was sharing. Uh. Oh, she's a cute little girl, just come to know, you know, knowing Jesus for a number of years. And then, oh, look, a little girl always experiencing the daddy's goodness. But she also knows God wants her to hear the word. More and more, she hears the word more and more blessing and nothing wrong. like Jabez right Jabez okay what the story of Jabez in the Bible why did God bless him he asked God to bless him and we will we will think oh don't ask God for a blessing you know it's not a very nice thing to do have enough you know me and my family eat enough already but Jabez said God he was cursed I think that his name and then he asked God, bless me, bless me. Even Jacob, who's a, who God changed the name to Israel, also asked God to bless him. He wanted the, the blessing of the firstborn. And he said, God, bless Even no matter how he, he did it, right? And God delight in us, delighting in his blessing, seeing him as the one who wants to bless us and not limiting him. Okay? So, this delight, you know, God delights in his children being blessed. Every aspect of our life, financial, spiritual uh, material. He'd like to see Wendy enjoy every month change color hair. So pretty. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, enjoy yourself, you know. He's the, it, only very very sad, if God is ever sad, is that, you know, his children don't know how to enjoy life. <laughs> if you are a parent, you see your child don't enjoy life, it reflects on you, right? <laughs> it must be the parent don't allow the child <laughs> to enjoy, right? If you, you see the neighbor, is that the, father so rich, the child cannot, you know, go and eat, cannot play, you know what? Oh, then you think the parents must be so very cruel to the child. So, when the world see us, and then they say, well, the believers, uh, they do not enjoying their life. Uh. <laughs> it's so miserable. <laughs> so they say, must be their father. La, you know? But the Jews, no. Uh, you look at the Jews and say, well, they are God. It's a good God. <laughs> yeah, they get blessed. They enjoy it. Yeah, so million, billion, forever, but of course, it's not how much. right? Today, you see the New Testament, and of course, the Old Testament is different. The Old Testament, God has to show as the Jews as a nation. Okay, that this is God's nation, the power of God, everything. But in the new covenant, it's no longer about material wealth. But it's because it's Christ now, right? But it also doesn't mean that we will lack, All right, Jesus, all, all the disciples didn't have billion-dollar accounts to prove that God is real. They had the Holy Spirit. They never lack. Whatever they need was provided. Yeah? and more than enough to give, just look at the church in the book of Acts. Of course, there were some, some who were you know, very blessed. They, they sold their lands. You know, when you have property, there's a lot of money, right? So there are people with a lot of money, God's children. But something, tell them, always give away. It's a different situation already because God has come to the heart. It's about salvation of souls now. Yeah, so but yet, because the, the, the preaching of the gospel need finances, right? God still blessed his children. I don't believe there's some call to, uh, to, uh, to, 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 uh, to be the, the kings on this earth, I only make money. Everyone has one calling to be the glorious son and daughter of God blessed and preach the gospel. Okay, so whatever profession you are, you can be blessed beyond okay just as we are not just as long as we don't seek after money right because there is a caution in in the new testament just don't you know put your heart on uh, covered for money when that and when we have jesus we know grace we know that we are not looking to make more money we are just being blessed (laughs) because we are looking to the purpose in our life last week i shared what to fulfill God's destiny, to, uh, to provide, to, to be, as we are blessed, we bless others, we we'll be able to finance the preaching of the gospel, the church, those who are lacking, be able to feed them, bless them, and send out workers into the field. As long as you have that heart, you're not know, after money, God's going to bless you like this. Because why? Not because God don't for, for uh, when you go after money, it's not God wants to want to bless you. <clears throat> because money, the love of money, the love of money, right? is the root of all people, not money. Right? It's deceitful. In the end, it takes you away. But as long as you are in grace, as long as you know your destiny on this earth, your purpose, then don't be afraid of blessing. Okay, God wants to bless you. His way, which is the way without stress. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. Painful toil. Stress, you work with stress until... Did you think where to find the customer? Where to find this person? Where to find the... uh... Isn't that stress? The fact that you even have to think where to find, where to find the fish was what the Simon Peter was talking. Where to find fish at this time of the morning? It's like for us, right? Like, where to find the sales, where to find the person to sell to? <laughs> and then what happened? Jesus said, put down, go into the deep, put down your nets for launch. That means do what I tell you. He will give you the wisdom, and then the fish swim to them. How would you like? you think it's impossible? It's not right. So we have testimonies this morning, two testimonies about God's provision. Okay, so whatever, it doesn't matter whatever business or work of your hands, God will bring them to you when you hear him. And what do you hear? Here today, I hope you heard that he wants to bless us. And his way. Just hear his word. The fish will hear his word. The fish will hear Jesus calling them, your customers, your uh, whoever, right? They hear the Lord say, Go there. Go there and buy Jones' uh, food, Robert's cake. (laughs) Go there. Okay? They come to you, okay? Because they heard the master's voice. When you say, Lauren, I I want to be, I thank you for the blessing and I want to be a blessing to the to your to your your kingdom. Okay, there is no stress, right? If your whatever work we do, your customers come to you, for stress or not. (laughs) I know some of you are experiencing that already, right? (laughs) They're calling you, I wanna, (laughs) I wanna, I want, I want what you have to give. (laughs) If you have this kind of business or work, then what? There's no stress. This is what God is saying. He wants to give it to us this way, but it needs to, you need to hear Him, and then they will come. The blessing brings well without painful toil for it. Don't have to lead to stress, even one night, even in work. Alright, you just go to sleep. There's one verse that says, "When we sleep, the Lord provide for us, even in our sleep." I think I posted that in the uh, in the group WhatsApp group. Yeah, the Lord provides blessings for you in your sleep. So, 24-7, you are covered. <laughs> okay, so he gave you the rest, uh, a physical one, even while you are sleeping. There is provision. Okay, the provision is what? God's speaking to the fishes. <laughs> okay, they were actually, you know, going to stop work already, the, 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 the fishermen, right? But God was speaking, Jesus speak to the fishes. And all in it is for them to put down their nets. Whatever you are doing, just do without the. He could have stressed, Lord. Why is Jesus talking to me such a ridiculous thing? You know, at this time to put down the nets. Some go deep at the into the ocean. Deep is what. Deep is a place where you are not familiar with. Or you know you can sing. <laughs> basically it's not familiar no so we like to be familiar we like to do things that we are familiar with but what if God calls you to do something you're not familiar with and he wants to bless you there by trusting in him there's no toil there's no pain there's no lack of sleep okay in the sleep God himself will fill you with more blessings upon blessings will be heaped upon you and upon your children. Ah, not only for you, your children as well. From the maker of, you must see where your provision comes from. It's not from your boss. It's not from your business or what. It's from God. Where is your source? It's God. It's the And who is this God? He is the only God. He is the one who is the maker of heaven and earth make that means he make it great so anything he cannot create he can create bread he can create fish he can create whatever you want houses lands the maker of heaven he furnished the whole of heaven he furnished the whole of earth didn't he furnish that in the first six days when he created that he furnished the earth. so we all want to you know furnish a new house takes a long, long time. (laughs) But God furnished the whole earth. Filled it with all the the minerals, the plants, the seeds, every tree that will bear seed. He furnished all the fishes in the sea. Put them there. Look at these two fish. So big, right? I don't know what fish they are. But he put them there for us to catch so that I can eat. So that we can eat. So that we can, you know, his, his most prized possession, Adam and Eve and all their children were to be able to enjoy his provision. Where did all this fish come from? It's in the deep ocean. You just have to go. You and your children from the maker of heaven and earth. Just don't see God as, you know, not, don't know, God don't know how to do business. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit always remember who knows all things. He lives in you. And when you acknowledge him, you ask him for counsel. Don't ask the ungodly for counsel. Psalms chapter 1. Don't sit in the counsel of the ungodly. Ungodly are those who don't have Jesus. All right? or even the me they from Jesus in the steel because the Jews give them all, right? all the intelligence from the Bible. yeah. Why not go direct to the Holy Spirit? He lives inside each one of you and is ever ready to tell you what to do, what not to do yeah. in your business, in your work. All right? That is different and he prosper you differently from the world of toil and pain. He's the maker of heaven and earth. Don't underestimate the Holy Spirit. he talked talk to you. Don't need to ask him about spiritual things. Okay? In your work, in your business, in your anything, he created this whole universe. Is there anything that the Holy Spirit don't know how to do? I'm sure he also know how to do the fried chili dish. <laughs> Although that's our expert. right? He can cook any dish. He can sow anything. He can do anything and everything. Just everything. Just think, he furnished this whole earth and he lives inside us. He will guide you. said today, it's just the word of God to to know, have a right mindset of a God. Not a right mindset from the world, the right mindset from God's word to tell you that he is a God who will give you. He is a God who will give you the power to get well. He is a God who, who will give you the wisdom, Right? And not by our own effort. When you know the word of God, that his will is to bless. His will is to take care of you until we meet him in heaven. His will and his delight is to heal us and give us a pl- pleasure on earth. <laughs> not pressure on earth. If ever you do something and you feel pressure, think. Is this what God wants for me? If someone put pressure on you, think. Is this what the maker of heaven and earth created me for? To be pressured by someone? To be pressured by the boss? You will enjoy working but no pressure. You will deliver what you are required to deliver at the right time without pressure. Do you believe that? Why? Because the Holy Spirit who can solve every problem. You want solution? Holy Spirit is the solution. Just and then the right mindset of who God is. No more condemnation, no more fear, no more guilt, no more shame. Just living in the blessing of God, even whatever situation at the moment, because whatever happening, so some may not, you know, experiencing the blessing and say, Oh, Pastor, you don't understand what I'm going through. Now I have to go to court. Now I have to, you know, experiencing this and all that. You don't talk to me. You tell him. <laughs> I'm preaching his word. He is your God. He is the one who tells you, and he has been faithful in my life and many of your lives. And he is, he is the one who can change the natural situation around. It. Unless you want to continue in the same way of stress, he won't. But he won't because the Holy Spirit will not budge in until you say, "Come in, okay? Lead me, guide me, teach me, show me," and he will bless you like this, the fish, your blessing is bigger than your, the, the, the man's weight, you know, so huge, sitting on him, right, you know that what uh, uh, Jesus said, right, as you, as you, as you give and he shall be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be given to you, will be given to you, will be given to you, we we just couldn't see clearly i i I trust more and more we're gonna see daddy god so when one day when we go to heaven you will say daddy god i (laughs) enjoyed my life on earth instead daddy god i thought that you know you didn't want me to enjoy (laughs) i thought you want me to say for rainy day i thought you cannot take care of me no we're all going to go to heaven and say Thank you, Lord, for your word that says we can enjoy our life and you will still continue to bless us. (sighs) The Jews know their heritage. Let's know our heritage as new creation. And not be afraid, you know, as the the people, as the, the believers in the first church. They were not afraid. They were not afraid of lack. They gave freely because after that, God gave back to them more and more. And blessing after blessing will be heaped upon you. Believe this word. Why not we speak this word every day in our lives? Confess it. Speak it to, to yourself, to your work, right? Will be blessing. Uh, what do you call this? Personalize it. Personalize, okay? God Himself will fill me with more blessings. Speak it out wherever you are. I can't hear you, but you can speak it out together. God Himself will fill me with more. Blessings upon blessings will be heaped upon me and upon my children from who the maker of heaven and earth, the very God who made me. Sounds good? Fantastic. Imagine every day, every day you just confess this and speak it out until your spirit gets that revelation. Right? And Receive that blessing. Psalms 115 16, the heavens belong to God. Continue one verse after, they are His alone. But the earth, He has given us the earth and put us in charge. He put you, Wendy, in charge of earth. He put you, Joan, Ruth, Annie, all of us as children in charge of this earth, just the same way He put who? Our great, 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 great grandfather, Adam in charge today we are new creation he was the first creation but we are the new one even much more better because we experienced redemption right so he put you in charge how all we need to do is sow the seed (laughs) see the ground is there but seed right so so you know what the meaning of sow the seed right sow the seed and then the other one is Go into the, go and do whatever he you put your, into your spirit to do. Whatever business, whatever work you put inside you, go into the deep, even you're not familiar. Look, seek him, all right, go for him, sow the seed, and go and catch the fish. All right, in the terms of, uh, yeah, it can be spiritual as in souls, right, go speak. They are there. The fish will come, they're running, they need Jesus. And your blessings, all right. Whatever uh, if, you, if your work business needs the your plants to grow, your fruits to grow, they will grow. If it means animals to come, those days and all that they are, oh, they are, riches in all the, the sheep, the cattle, and all that, right? So they come, but I don't know which business got put you in, but right? Just go and catch without stress now on all, all machine already <laughs> so why machine takes away the you just press the button and then it works for you right so the lord will do for you once we believe it that like even uh, chingham was right like, as you begin to hear the word of god about god's goodness and blessing right blessing come, right in any it's all it's called the work of your hands all right one day in heaven we don't, no more work of hands. Up. But on this earth, everyone still has to work. But that work will come without toil, without pain, without stress. They come, the fish come to you. You believe it? Jesus already proved it. <laughs> right? The fishes came to Simon Peter, for he has given them, he put it in charge, just speak. But speak and then put it into action. Without stress, are you weary? Jesus said, carrying a heavy burden, then come to me. I will refresh your life. For I am your oasis. That means what? You'll never be dry, right? In the in the, in the I don't know Chinese culture, we have it. Mou soya. <laughs> no money. <in> it. <laughs> Dry already, a am soya. No water, right? So, you will never be mou soya. Even if you mou soya, no water so, right? The Lord will still provide whatever you need. Okay? Because he is your, Jesus said, I am your oasis. In the desert, you need the oasis. He's your supply. He's your provider. He's your providence. How wonderful, right? And he refreshes you simply join your life with mine learn my ways and you discover that I'm gentle humble easy to please in the world we've got a lot of bosses and all this not easy to please right <laughs> you want to work for them they're always pushing you scolding you but Jesus said I'm easy to please. What pleases Jesus? Faith. Right? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You want to please Jesus other than you're already pleasing, as in your position with God, all right? But this is not about your position. You're already pleasing, and now how you want to please him some more? Okay, how to please Jesus some more? It means I come to you in faith. Faith means what? Believe. Believe not yet happen i believe you will be my, you'll provide for me i believe you will bless me you that you know i will live to enjoy this life the remaining whatever years before jesus come you believe that pleases him yeah and he said well, isn't that the easiest thing to do the hardest <laughs> the easiest <laughs> not the bosses and all these people ask us to do right you have to do this you work until 12 o'clock t- until one o'clock huh? uh whoa work, first god say rest i want you to rest okay just do when i tell you to do he okay, is easy to please just believe him believe that he is so good and you will find refreshment and rest in me. So, remember, the rest in peace, R.I.P. is not waiting for everyone after they go to heaven. It's rest in peace on earth. Okay, resting in Christ, in Jesus. Then he say, come to me, I will give you that rest, and that rest is not when everything, no more, will go to heaven. That rest is while you are still on this earth. For that, all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. I don't give you heavy burden, enough of having burdens from this world. Aren't you enough of it? I have lived. Review my age again. (laughs) How many years on this earth? (laughs) Okay. This world will only give you burden. Right? Because of sin. But in Christ, you can have rest. Whatever he gives to you is easy to bear. If he gives you a business, it is easy to bear. It's not precious to bear. To you know, I must make this target. I must sell. Don't know how many thousand by this month. It cannot be because that's pressure, right? Pleasure is, Lord, you know how to bless me. I don't care anyone, right? I just do according to you bless me. And according to the amount you think is enough for me to bless others, and you continue to bless as I do. That's his way. Pleasant, easy to there huh? so Janice God will bless you how many sales every month rest in him keep on listening his word right and pray in the spirit to hear Holy Spirit move it's easy don't go into strife don't go into stress when you experience the grace of blessing the tendency is to go and climb the steps again <laughs> you say wow exciting huh? so what should I do no rest all the way take the leap all the way okay just stay by grace, all right, and learn his word, God's way, you want to increase more, there is also God's way, or doing it, sowing the seed, that's all, not hard, sowing the seed, as you give to God, it's not that, you know, God needs the money or whatever, it's just that, Lord, I'm going to, tr- I'm trusting you, I'm trusting you, that's all, I trust you, trust you for my needs. I trust you for the blessing and trust you for the sins. It's not even about switching, uh, turning the hand of God. It's not a method. It's a relationship of love and trust. And planting the seed because why? The seed will grow as a farmer and expecting the miracles even more. Even more blessing. That's all we need to do. That Lord, everything I have received comes from you. Who said that? It must be King, uh, King David. Everything I have received comes from you. And therefore, now, whatever I have prepared, I give back to you. When he was building the temple, uh, King, King David said that. So beautiful in Chronicles or something like that. Everything I have have come from you, Lord. And so, it is hard to build God a house. Listen, we don't need to build God a house to, be, to stay in now. We just need to expand extend the kingdom of God so that more people can go and preach the gospel. And from his heart, after receiving the goodness of God, King David began to prepare everything for the building of the temple. God provided to everything. So when you have the heart to, for God, that's all. Because he loves you, he will make sure, remember, he will make sure you are blessed. Ah, Janice? God will make sure that you have all the sales that you need. That's his covenant to you. That's the blessing of Abraham. And it is now possible in Christ. And you receiving it by faith. By grace through faith. So it's pleasant. Easy to bear. He promised to take care of you a long, long time ago. I remember Janice when uh, you were sharing at one time when uh, she was like going to be retrenched and all that but today she's seeing god's blessing in her life by simple trust she doesn't know everything but she's now learning eating the word of god because she doesn't have the history of law and grace (laughs) which is good right the more we Christian, we are a long time ago the worst, okay? because we all the time had to fix that case right? work hard, and put, you know, God has not forgiven me all my sins, <laughs> because you have to confess your sin, right, you have to serve the Lord, and you know what happens when we have that kind of wrong uh, thinking we will blame God when things don't turn out, right I serve the Lord so much have you heard this before I serve the Lord so much I serve in Sunday school. I serve in uh, youth, uh, youth, whatever. I'm not talking about our teachers here. Okay, okay, you know, outside. The, but why am I going through so hard? I go to church. My children go to church. Why I go through this? Why I go through that? Everything is why God, you know. But because they put themselves under law, they think that, oh, I serve God is a trick. it's like you know i serve you lord you have to bless me when they all they need to know is god is a good god god will bless me because he's my father i just need to look to him and when i experience his blessing and his love without condition automatically he will serve the person will serve god and they will never have this 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 strange complaint you know i said god why am i suffering why <laughs> i know janice will never say that because she's experiencing God's blessings without her being a good girl Ah, not she's a bad girl <laughs> she's a good girl she needs just to understand that it's not about us it's about him yes i know janice i've been hearing that hearing that god loves you god cares for you just believe it and then the lord bring the fishes to her <laughs> okay she just do her part a little bit in whatever what she had to do the fishes sweet they say i want to find jenny's so okay tell the fishes hey, go all the way this is jenny's my daughter <laughs> okay she believed in me she trusts in me she loves me because i love her she, know, she wants to take the lead okay so she's already at the top go there They don't buy from other people. They just want to go to journeys because somehow God directs them that this is what God will do for us. When we come under the undeserved favor of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God, that he wants to bless us above and beyond. It's pleasant. It's easy to bear. So for her to sit here is not difficult. Let's begin to enjoy a relationship with a wonderful father who wants to bless us. I don't know some of you have you uh, simple, but just share right but, but Testify of the goodness of God so, huh? it's ready right huh? So are you weary carrying a heavy burden or in you new uh, in a uh, beautiful ashes don't carry burden anymore okay <laughs> put your burden onto Jesus say come to me. I will refresh your life. I am your oasis. Oh, where am I? It's going to the next one. I, I go backwards. right? Is this forward or backwards? Okay. Done. All right. So let's enjoy the life that God has given us. I don't know how many more years. Enjoy it. I mean, not as, if you, uh, Jesus, Terry, you have long life. If rapture comes, well, he wants you to enjoy. Enjoy at the same time, bring others to come in to enjoy a life without stress, especially at this pandemic. They need to know what? They need to know it's not what. They need to know who. They need to know Jesus. Okay? They need to know Jesus. Amen. Who gives us health? Well, and blessing upon blessing keep into our lives without stress. Amen. Okay.